welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's happening? Uh, you know how there's always that guy that will go to a cafe who's like 65, and he'll go there every day for four hours a day, uh, and just, like, he has nowhere else to go, right? <laughs> and anytime the barista isn't waiting on somebody, the old guy will walk up to the counter to try to hit on her. Right. Yeah. As though she doesn't have 50, 50 other things she has to do besides just wait on people. Uh, and then it's just it's like sad and awkward. And, you know, it's just like, you know, especially when they're trying to close the shop, you know, totally. it's just like, come on, guy, go home, go home. Like every I'm sure every every barista who's a woman who's like worked alone in a smaller coffee shop is it has has that guy. Uh, I, oh, I, yeah. I've got a, I go to like many different coffee shops. Every time I go to this one in my neighborhood, that guy is always there. Like he staked out his turf as the old lonely guy that, that will go there and just hit on whoever the you know, barista who's working by herself is. And I overheard a little bit of conversation and they were just talking about, I didn't even know whatever. She mentioned she also works at a planetarium and they uh, are very worried about light pollution. You know, cities are installing uh, low energy LED lights to replace uh, street lights that are like the orange halogen mm-hmm. ones, right? And they're more energy efficient, but they're way brighter. They're like twice as bright. Uh, and so I kind of wanted to ask her about it, but I was like, I don't know. I don't want to be like that guy <laughs> who was just there <laughs> bothering her. Um, so I'm like, like, you know, there's like 20 minutes left before they close. And I want to like, just, you know, say something, something about it. Like find out if it really is the case that they are fucking up the, the you know, the light and everything. So I kind of just sauntered up and I was like, Hey, I got a real quick question for you. I know you're really busy. Like you're trying to close, but I already mentioned the planetarium, light pollution, everything. Are, are they actually really like, I really wanted to know because here's somebody that would know more than anybody. And it was, it was like, she lit up. Right. Because like, not only was I prefacing it as, as a, like, Hey, I'm not going to bother you for very long. I know you're trying to get work done. Uh, but I have a question for you about your other, more interesting <laughs> job. And it was like her whole demeanor <laughs> changed in that moment from the old guy that was just like, so what are you doing tonight? Who's like, she's probably like dying to rent this is like oh yeah let me fucking tell you about these these new lights let me tell like she was just dying to yeah well and and he had no interest in it he's just like hey if i came over for a movie you're like my granddaughter's age (laughs) she won't call me you know it's just it's just totally fucking sad right but it's you know i'm I'm, you know just kind of like hey look i i i can see that your labor is really important i won't take about your time and i know how long to you know have it fun, positive interaction, uh, and then get out of your way. So that was, yeah, just before I, well, not just before, but that was, that was my afternoon was that brief positive interaction. And then back to my antisocial life of solitude to talk to you guys. So, uh, also joining us this week's special guest is, uh, Jackie who hosts the JKM fine podcast. Uh, Jackie, what's going on? How are you guys? Hello, everyone. Awesome. Uh, glad to have you on. Uh, so, Glad yeah, to be yeah, here. definitely. So, what um, for people that haven't heard? Yeah, what is what, your what's podcast? your podcast about? For people that yeah. haven't heard it, my podcast is a cute little intersection of um, perspectives from the overly online millennial left. For those of us who kind of grew up with the technology that we're facing today, who are dealing with mental illness of all sorts. Um, as a result of or concurrent to those technologies and how we use our online spaces to cope and get support and have fun. Nice. Awesome. And that's 
So the implication that, you know, in our, our shorthand text abbreviation, JK, I'm fine. The implication is uh, we're not fucking fine. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Kind of the, right. Got it. I'm so, glad that so carries because sometimes I felt like. Yeah, it was- no, I, it, for, for a Gen Xer like me who, uh, you know, barely can, can use text messaging. Uh, <laughs> it, it took some, it took some research, but I, I, I felt like I, I dug into it well. Uh, no, I, I've listened to a few episodes. It's great. Uh, it's it's you guys are, are brand new. You're on like at five episodes, and I've enjoyed it. That's a um, that's a big thing a too laughter, because it's it's like pulling fun. teeth to get him so. to listen to some and any other podcast. Whenever I'm like, hey, check this podcast Aww. out. So that's actually a big a big feat that he listened to that because it's it's very hard to get him to listen. Well, it, it's it's not that I don't <laughs> want to. It's just it's like a lot of podcasts are just one guy talking yep. to himself. You know, Sam Cedar, and he takes these long fucking pauses, and it's like, get to the fucking point, Sam. Um, <laughs> yeah. or, don't or start the video like, over, Sam. We got this far. Don't um, start it over. <laughs> <laughs> or it's or it's like people that are, have like no microphone discipline, or the audio quality is terrible, or it's like just eighteen different mics at once, uh, or there's no flow. It's like it's you know, if I'm going to listen to it, I really want to about pod safe. Here's something unique. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, let's just put one mic in the middle of the room and we'll just fucking gaslight you for two hours about how Obama really wanted to do all these super leftist things. And it was just those, those oh, drastic <laughs> in America. I, uh, I, I think it's a chapel. Oh, no, no, no. That, I'm not I, like I, I know a lot of our I get a lot of our, <laughs> See, that's stern shit. Uh, no, I, I know a lot of our listeners probably listen to Chapo and that's cool. It, it, it's not really for me. Not my not my speed, but, um, you know. I love Matt Chrisman. I could listen to him read the phone book, but his ideas, he could just like go on for yeah, hours. All, 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 you know, all voices welcome on the left for sure. Um, but yeah, oh, so, well, <laughs> there's one voice that's definitely not welcome <laughs> on the left. Uh, and that is, of course, Hillary Clinton's voice because. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was part of <laughs> no, I saw the, saw the smooth segue. I was just like, all right, whatever. I'll, I'll take this off ramp. But uh yeah, Hillary Clinton is is as I mentioned to you guys earlier is back on her bullshit, and I, mm-hmm. I, I just I I almost don't have the energy to do Hillary stories anymore. But she just can't fucking help herself but stick herself in the middle of the discourse. They're getting more interesting though, and that's the fun part because it's it's like a mix of how, are are they really going to pull this lever versus do they have any idea how bad this is going to backfire. Yeah. Uh, right. And, and it's it's kind of like this this balancing act of like how, you know, like when really powerful people do really dumb things, what's the result? <laughs> you know, well, so <laughs> like, yeah. So l- let me read her quote and then we'll, we'll talk uh, talk about it because she's um, she was doing an interview series because she is inexplicably having a documentary about her made for Hulu, um, <laughs> a documentary that didn't. Uh, interview any of the people that she slanders in the documentary you know bernie tulsi uh jill stein any any of the people that she she blames for her loss that she talks shit on in the documentary they, hulu probably called them all and they were like uh, uh, wrong number <laughs> no, no sorry, i, 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 I read like a thing from the director uh who is a shit lib and was like yeah well i don't really care this is hillary's story and i didn't want to i didn't want to drag back up 2016 by by inviting all of these people and it's like you want to drag up to it? Do you know who you're fucking interviewing? Like, what? Yeah, it's like, in other words, like the, Hillary's money is still green. Uh, I'm going to take her money. That's yep. what he's saying. Right, right. Well, they were going to do that, um, that like book tour, and they couldn't sell the tickets, so they like canceled it. 
uh, <laughs> after slashing. You know, it's like the, it's that whole attitude of like history. That's sexist. What about her story? <laughs> well, so like Netflix thing. got the Obamas for that exclusive deal. So Hulu, of course, which is like the you know the low rent Netflix, had to get the Clintons because I guess the fucking Epstein's were busy or something. Uh, and then, but so they, <laughs> I, I assume that they're trying to ingratiate themselves to the Clintons to try to get like a similar type Obama deal with with Hulu, which is just. They'll get Gislaine yeah. eventually. They just got to work their way up. Yeah, no, for sure. All right. So this is what Hillary actually said in the interview, just, you know, seemingly unprompted. Um, talking about Bernie, because uh, I guess the interviewer asked her about it. Uh, he was in Congress for years. Uh, he had one senator support him. Nobody likes him. Nobody wants to work with him. He got nothing done. He was a career politician. It was all just baloney. And I feel bad that so many people got sucked into it. Awful, Awful. shit. <laughs> fucking awful okay so that's just part of the quotes here there's a lot more that's been excerpted different uh-huh. articles and and i realized how much more there is uh and i i've been like searching for more and more because we're not going to see this documentary until march and oh i'm never going to see the documentary but then. yes i agree i i, I take oh, i take your meeting I, I cannot wait we'll this is see not the clips come that out. matter uh, until bernie's already oh, won like God, iowa new so, hampshire so and california fucking, so mm-hmm. it's beautiful beautiful so I, I like to default to Yahoo News for like really mundane but neutral reporting, right? Like they don't have a, a, a like it's not Politico or The Hill or Washpo. They do some decent political reporting, but it's still like it doesn't go real in depth, right? On Yahoo Financial News. Times is good for that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is, the, I love this headline too. This is the headline. Hillary Clinton kicks off Stop Sanders movement. <laughs> Will Obama follow her lead? <laughs> like. Because it, it makes it sound like the movement is unstoppable, and here's Hillary and Obama that are like trying to, to stop on a, a, a train, a freight train, which is true. That's what they're trying to do. And it, but it kind of it makes them look like the bad guys, like the villains. Um, and so I'll just jump right into it. Uh, it. It picks up from a point here, but it says Clinton immediately added, however, that her beef is quote not only with Sanders, but quote the culture around him. Uh, a culture she considers sexist. I love how the, that term "beef" is like back from the eighties now. Like yeah. her, her beef was hit. Like, dude, bro, what's your beef? Like that's like a it's back in the lexicon, lexicon right now. Um, so this is and this it's is so the rest fucking of her- tweet and disgusting. Like it sounds like it sounds like an, a seventh grader describing drama too. But this is journalism now. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go, ahead. No. Go ahead. Right, right. Or back where they used to call farts beefs. You remember that? <laughs> like, oh, who beefed? Wait, no, I, I don't remember that. So that's that's definitely got to be like the Gen oh, X thing. Go back to the '80s, man. <laughs> I feel so, like people have called farts everything ever. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, don't. Worry. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I'm gonna try to read this, and I'm gonna interrupt myself a couple times here. Um, but I, I feel like I have to because it's just this. This is just a train wreck. Okay. So here's her quote. It, referring to it's not just Sanders, but the the culture around him. Quote, it's his leadership team, end quote. Okay, uh, I jump back to a headline, May, uh, no, I'm sorry, March 19th, 2019 on theweek.com. Women now make up 70% of Bernie Sanders' campaign leadership team. So <laughs> I'll yeah. read the rest of the quote. Uh, quote, it's his prominent supporters. It's his online Bernie bros and their relentless attacks on a lots of his competitors, particularly the women. And I really hope people are paying attention to that because it should be worrisome that he has permitted this culture amongst his leadership team. 
It's seventy percent women. See, so I mean, obviously, she's probably referring to David Sirota, which who's you know who's one person who you know is on his staff. But uh, yeah, number one, of course, she just is pushing a fucking totally bullshit narrative that we know that they cooked up uh, during the primaries is Bernie bros narrative. And it uh, again, couldn't be further from the truth. Bernie does the worst with white men. He actually does uh, much better with women and much better with people of color. Um, so there's never been a, a Bernie, like it's, it's just a preposterous notion like that, you know? So it, 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 I'm honestly amazed they're still yeah. doing this because this is exactly what Hillary did against Obama. Remember the Obama, Obama bros? Boys, yep. Of course. Do you remember it this? was Obama boys. Yeah. Obama boys was the term they used and that didn't it's work. So shameless. So it's not a new shady. tactic. They think they're on like right. some fucking art of war shit, but this is not worked out for well, them historically, especially because they have no evidence of anyone directly being sexist. Moreover, if you're going to say that criticizing a woman is sexism, that doesn't speak very highly of women, or at least your perspective of what women are capable of withstanding. The whole thing right, is yeah. disgusting. Sorry, I had to say that as a woman. <laughs> Got it out of my system. Right. Well, and here's the thing. What's the one thing Democrats are actually good at? Uh, losing elections. Yes. <laughs> Got him. Yes. <laughs> Got him. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We got him. They're uh, done. So what, They're what, done. Is their, what is their purpose here? Their, what, their purpose is has all along, they've said, well, if Bernie gets the nomination, we're going to make sure that Trump gets reelected. That, that's yeah. all they're doing, right? So they're trying to drive a wedge between Warren supporters and Bernie supporters so that if, you know, if, if Bernie is the nominee, they don't want Warren supporters to go to Bernie because you look at the polling and as all these candidates start to go down the toilet and drop out, all of their supporters are going to Bernie. We'll talk about the specific poll numbers in a little bit here, but well, just, um, yeah. th- this is just real quick, a, a, a tweet from uh, someone named uh, Kate Willett. I don't know who she is, but she's a verified account, so she must be important. Uh, it's uh, If it's... My eyes are blurry and my font's too small here. Hang on. Uh, if real it's really shit. true that the substantial... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, if it's really true that a substantial percentage of Bernie supporters are bros, then it's embarrassing that guys who play beer pong for fun are more concerned with the poverty America, with poverty in America than people who get paid to write about social justice. I loved that tweet so much. I think I retweeted that one. That's so good. From a comedian. Again, somebody who doesn't work in politics, who doesn't study this or poli sci or anything like that, and still has a better grasp on, on the, the implication here than these people but they're lizards no for sure and so just real quick you know so hillary of course said you know nobody likes him you know no nobody supports him um just a couple of quick you know poll numbers to to kind of you know back that up um january 16th so last week they they uh did another morning consult survey they do this like every year about who the most popular senators are and least popular senators. Of course, Mitch McConnell always wins the least popular senator. Uh, Warren was the ninth least popular <laughs> senator, though. Oh, so I should point that out. Oof. Yeah. Um, <laughs> barely above water. Uh, can you guys guess who's the number one most popular center, senator in the country with a 65% approval rating? I can't, can't imagine. imagine. Susan Collins? Um, yeah, Joe Manchin. It was, yeah. <laughs> no, he, we, what, about, what about Michael Bloomberg? <laughs> right? Was, was, no, was that him? No. Was he the most popular? No? 
What? Is it that is it that Republican lady from Maine that they've been talking about on the TV? <laughs> oh, what's her name? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, no, no, I don't know. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah Palin. Palin. No, no, yeah. So it was Bernie. It was Bernie Sanders. Yes. Bernie Sanders is the most it. popular senator, sixty-five percent approval rating. Of course, most popular politician in America. Hillary Clinton, uh, who lost an election, which usually garners a ton of sympathy for people, as of twenty eighteen, when the last time they polled this. Uh, approval favorability rating of 36 percent which is lower than trump's approval rating right now so just just Jesus. just to give you an idea and of of the project the the fucking epic levels of projection in hillary's stupid fucking statement this is <clears throat> the root of her documentary of that podcast she went on on all of it she overestimates her esteem among the public because she surrounds herself with these sycophants so much that she's incapable of understanding how fucking hated oh, she 100%. is. People don't like her. And that's why, here's a take, guys. That's why I think this is actually going to be good oh, for yeah. Bernie. Oh, yeah. Hillary, when she came out and said Tulsi was a Russian agent, Tulsi shot up like five points in the polls <laughs> for like a week. <laughs> Everyone's like, fuck yeah. no, you. Seriously, and, like, Hillary's anti-endorsement is one of the best endorsements. Like it, Bernie can't say it, but he should just be like, I, yeah, thank you. Thanks, Hillary. Thanks for the, thanks for the right. bump. Because, you know. <laughs> um, no, yeah, she... I mean, could you imagine when Andrew Gillum got that oh. phone call from Hillary's campaign saying that she wanted to come, you know, do go on stage with him? He was like, oh, it's like, I can't fuck. say no because the party oh, will well, fucking take that. my money away. But I have to, you know, this, this is fucking brutal. <laughs> um, yeah. Kiss, kiss absolute kiss of death. And I, I almost wonder if she knows it. But I, I think you're right that she is so insulated. that She just has no fucking idea because you see the way that her um, her sycophants and her cultists kind of. Uh, and that's another thing, which is hilarious. They say Bernie people are cultists because we criticize Bernie all the time when he does shit we don't like. And her people will defend the worst fucking behavior of all time if it's something that she did. Like oh, yeah. near Tandon. Yeah. It yeah. never happened. Yeah. It there's nothing near Tandon won't defend. So like, uh, like just imagine like near Tandon is, is the type of person that she has around her constantly. And you can kind of see why she doesn't know that people hate her because near Tandon's a fucking absolute you know disgusting sycophant um but yes well and let us remember that hillary and bernie primaried against each other like hillary's got the oppo research on bernie so she could have dropped some hot fire if there was anything to drop but there's not because he's awesome so if this is the best she's got is a rehatching of the bernie bro shit that Every live femme journalist has been saying for the last five years, like this is smooth sailing try- for us, and a perfect yeah, anti endorsement. No, yeah, no, Sorry. not at all. And yeah, they, 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 it's just so laughable. And even Peter Dow, who was you know very in the tank for Hillary, was like, yeah, no, I saw the Oppo research that they had, and they didn't have shit. Like it, you know, that was like the big. Oh, I loved his his tweet. I love the, him now. I know the, you don't like I, him, but I, love I don't him like him because I don't trust him because he just I he's know. just grifts from one end of the spectrum to the other. But <laughs> I, I loved his tweet because he'll just like do all caps and then tone it down. <laughs> as he's, a, he's a rational person. And he has it a was true all, poster. Yeah, it, it was the top line was just no Hillary, <laughs> no, like the way you like like a bad dog. A, dog's nose in its own piss while you're potty no i said yep. no hillary yeah 
She won't, she won't return his emails anymore. It's been two years, so he's finally like, but, right, but, but, And you see the pathetic <laughs> levels of, of oppo research they're trying to bring out against Bernie. Like Daily Beast said that article today about like, oh, did you hear what Bernie said in the 1970s about comparing – uh, you know, people people working for for you know poverty wages to slaves, and it was like, you really you work at a nominally leftist uh, news organization. You are not familiar with the term wage slavery. Like they were trying to act like he he was like right. he, he was conflating uh, race issues with class issues, which is like fucking number one. Yeah, dude. Like, are you fucking dense? Like, but number two, like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you're working. For seven twenty-five an hour, that's the equivalent of working for fucking no money back in you know the eighteen hundred or the working for a dollar a day. Like that's the same fucking thing. Like seven twenty-five doesn't fucking buy you lunch. Like what do you like? It's preposterous. Like nope. the, the 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 concept of wage slavery. Well, yeah. Apparently, uh, he he must have heard that uh, wage slavery in Vermont was a time-honored tradition that kept costs down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Meanwhile. Hillary, of course, bragged about uh, how nice she treated the house slaves at the governor's mansion when Bill was uh, governor of Arkansas. So, you know. That, those, that was her <laughs> no, words, yeah, li- that, that I know. Was, that's what you're referring to. That's literally what she what said, she said was, as justification. <laughs> and they, like, I'll, I'll fucking, I'll quote that to people. And they're like, okay, okay, uh, Russian bot. And I'm like, I'm quoting her autobiography. They're like, which one? I'm like, apparently the one you ha- haven't read that you claim to worship like you haven't even read it takes a village come on look at what kind of fucking no they only <laughs> got a hit stand for the you? fucking burn book Seriously. that she wrote after the 2016 election where she's like let me tell you about all the people who cost me in my election bernie sanders and jill stein <laughs> and james comey and you know it's just ugh. let me tell you all the ways in which i had no responsibility in yep. my own fate because i'm a grown-ass woman and we don't take responsibility for things because that's sexism. Yeah. So what happened was Russia hacked the GPS on the, <laughs> on the campaign bus. So every time they tried to get to Michigan or Wisconsin, it was like there was a just it, it rerouted them back to uh, Alabama somehow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking, Speaking of which, you remember she tried an introduction. <gasps> No, I, sorry. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to mention this uh, up top. It's, you know, it's the first time we've had. Uh, Jackie on his guest, but uh, we, we realized the other day we were both uh, native sons and daughters in Michigan. Yes. Uh, and you, you are, well, Michigangsters, thank you. Michigangsters, um, UP. I heard they were talking about people uh, from Maine as Mainers That's on the weird. news today. And I was like, why don't they call themselves maniacs? Oh, that- That's so much Seriously. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Come on, people guys. Was it? Um, Michiganders, and I'm like, that sounds like you sound like a fucking goose, like Michigangster. Like no, Michigangster. Yeah. At least Michiganders. You're actually the first know. person I ever heard say that. <laughs> really? So I, you mentioned you're originally from the UP. You're a yes. UPer, right? Escanaba. Uh, and I, I wanted to. Escanaba is like the only city that exists in the UP for the most part. It is. Uh, <laughs> for I, you know, there's there's literally like no urban area. The all of the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, which is not you know half the state by land mass but it's like you know half the whatever uh they leave it out of like most national maps i'll see online um Mm -hmm. is is one entire congressional district is like half the state up there it's so sparsely populated but i wanted to ask you uh and i know you didn't only live there for a little while when you were young but do you know how to play euchre no i don't can you explain it to me it's like the card game hearts but the scoring works backwards 
So it's like it, instead of trying to get points, you're trying not to get points, but it's basically the same like oh. the jacks or the double, whatever the fuck. You guys it's are basically while, fucking like, Canadians. I can never find like, it's, it's like <laughs> <laughs> We basically oh, are. We're tucked right underneath there. We're basically honorary Canadians. And the accent is very mm. Canadian. Like yeah. very. It is. There's, there's it shades is. of it. Um, are, are you a fan of, Maria, of the comedian Maria Bamford? Mm. I love her. I adore her. Everything she does, she's the best. Oh yeah, she she's great. Yeah, her, her web series also came out about the same time as Yacht Rock. Uh, so good. And, in in which she just did like impersonations of her family. Mm-hmm. And oh, I mean, if you think the accent in Michigan and, and Wisconsin, like once you get up to like Fargo and Minnesota, it's just it's insane. I I, I drove through um, Wisconsin recently about it. It was back in December actually, and. I yeah. went to McDonald's and I needed a translator for the <laughs> poor McDonald's. I could not understand her. What area were you in? Were you up north? Oh, it was Green Bay. I drove up through Green Bay and then through the oh, UP okay. on the way yep. home for the for the holidays. Um, took the long way around the Lake Michigan, but it's insane. Like you, you, you know, I watched the movie Fargo. You know, yeah, I'm actually Storm watching Brothers. the show right now. I'm watching the the. Oh, series. you're watching the show. <laughs> Literally uh, just finished I, watching <laughs> it just today. What season are you on, dude? You, you watch? I, I yeah. only watched the first two, but I, I love them. I haven't gotten around to season three yet. I'm trying to get through the third. My husband keeps falling asleep, <laughs> so I have to rewatch this shit over again. I'm what, gonna. Uh, kill what what network's that on? It's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, I always thought that it was like Fargo was a parody of how people talk, and I was like, that's kind of mean of them. And I realized <laughs> no, it's true. Not at all. Oh no, it's true. You need help out to your car with your yeah, bags. It's very, it's very similar. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, it is crazy. It's crazy. I but thought I was I mean, gonna get dragged for my accent when I started podcasting, but apparently no, I go into great. kind of we, like we, a more like cultural accent when I'm podcasting, but. Oh, you go to if the it, West Coast for your uh, your upward something. inflection. I don't. I'm not as well traveled as you are, so you probably know better than I do. I don't know where <laughs> I get this shit from. Yeah, yeah, we got to work on your vocal fry at the end there, just kind of like. Uh, just let me know because I can probably do better. <laughs> <laughs> you guys seriously like no, the, seriously. the best accent on the podcast <laughs> is when Jules has like like two or three drinks, and then the the real fucking queens like you know. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the you know, New Yorker. She New gets York. hardcore. Five like, yeah. I don't. I don't really have much of a New York accent. Although I think people from not New York notice it more. Like, I. I but I, I don't think I really have much of an accent. Um, but well, so it's interesting because, like, the Midwest accent it comes from Scandinavian immigrants, right? Like, so yes, I'm uh, a you know, third gen Swedish. That's us. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so, so like the accent that we have is like, oh, I'm going to go out to, you know, we're going to go to Target and get some Diet Coke and a fun island uh, <laughs> that comes that comes from like, oh, we're going to go sailing up the fjords of Norway. Like it's that, that Swedish chef type comes shit. From, yeah. right? Seriously? So, have you guys yeah. seen that streaming series? What is it called? Norsemen? No, no. Uh, no, I haven't uh, seen that. They just do, they speak English, but with a seriously? Is that how we're going to behave today? Is that what we're going to do? And it's like the the, the Swedish accent. Yes. It's funny though. Um, but oh, yeah. so yeah. So but no, back to back to Hillary saying that nobody likes Bernie. Just a couple other. Back to Hillary. <laughs> back to this yes. Fucking yeah. So um, just a couple other little uh, fun polls that came out this week that um you know certainly back up Hillary's point that nobody likes Bernie. Uh, new CNN national poll, January sixteenth to the nineteenth. Bernie Sanders, first place with 27% of the vote, up seven points since the last month when CNN took a poll. 27%. Those are Biden yeah. numbers. Biden's down to 24. Like 
front <laughs> front runner well, numbers. Those are the CNN national polls. So that could be like keep in mind what's the, what's the average age for a CNN viewer? Yeah, sixty. Years well, that's old. that's what I'd say. It's probably even uh, better than that, which is is hilarious. You know, right? If they had asked us, it would look so, a lot and better. And by the way, Warren, uh, her her little fucking stunt really paid off because she's down another two points to fourteen percent nationally. <laughs> outside of the mar outside of the uh delegate uh threshold so that'll be hilarious if she doesn't get any delegates um but, but no so uh another state uh that bernie uh i believe won last uh primary but it you know it was looking a little hairy for a minute with Buttigieg and his little media fueled surge um new hampshire um since december so since one month ago Bernie is up 14 points to 29% to Buttigieg's mm. 17%. So motherfucker is like lapping the field in New Hampshire. In one month, he went up 14. So Biden's not even Biden's not even in second no, he's, place. He's, in he, he's down three points. He's at 14%, right. which is every single person in that New Hampshire poll that just came out this morning, every single person except for Klobuchar somehow lost yeah. points. Klobuchar gained 3%. That means of all the candidates that lost points, only only 3% went to someone other yep. than Bernie. All the rest of those points yeah. that were lost amongst everyone in just one month went to Bernie Sanders in probably one of the most important national polls in the yeah, country. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, so yeah. And you know what did that? It's boots on the ground. It's the people who are out there knocking. It's the people who are making calls. Are and knocking boots. <laughs> Knocking That's boots the, on the ground. And That's that right. too. This is the also only this that. is the only boots we on the ground also, we support. This is the only type of <laughs> boots on the ground we're in favor of on this podcast. We want to see you. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So it's one other little in the ground game. Funny. Yeah. Um Right. And, and we talked about this many times, but it's always the ground. Like, as we worked on campaigns, we know what a ground game means. People that are pundits uh, either they don't know or they pretend that it doesn't exist or doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the knocking on doors that makes all the difference. It really does. Uh, what, one more little um, just we talked last week a little bit about the oh, view God. and how terrible it is Ew. and how they are now all collectively tearing into Bernie. It's not just Ew. like one person defends him. And Joyce Gurry doesn't now stick it's just up like for him we anymore, all hate which him. is just like, yeah, she's no. trash now. I mean, she's always been kind of trash, but but they <laughs> they still think that they have the the clearinghouse on Bernie bashing in the media because as soon as Hillary said what she said in this interview, uh, Meghan McCain had a fucking temper tantrum. I mean, why wouldn't she? Because that's all she knows how to do. That's but why literally, she's there. it's why she's there. So why she still her fucking st- diaper stays twice there a, despite twice a week on having children and she's yeah. sterile. Right. I mean, where do you sign up for this work? I will shit my diaper on national TV if somebody pays me but to do you, it. Do you have a famous father so who uh, was a war criminal and crashed six planes? Fuck! <laughs> Knew I was missing that's, that's something. That's also a prerequisite. All right, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I, I love this quote because it's 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 so quintessentially Meghan McCain in which uh, she can't stand that Hillary Clinton is doing something that she does every day, which is attack Bernie Sanders. <laughs> so Meghan McCain calls uh, the crit- Hillary Clinton's criticism of Bernie Sanders stupid 
and juvenile. She goes on, I think the timing is bad. I think the language is bad. I mean, as someone who knows what it feels like to have someone say that nobody likes you on the press, it's just stupid. <laughs> that, was the li- that was what got to her, is that nobody likes him thing, because that, that struck a chord with her. I mean, just think, I mean, she can't even attack Hillary for doing the thing that she does every day without completely doing a narcissistic <laughs> introversion and making it only about herself. Everything is about me. Do. Everything is about me. Yeah. I love her so much, dude. She's so crazy. It's, I just want to take her by her shoulders and shake her like, girl, girl, stop. Don't. Oh, man. So, <sighs> just, yeah. Now, I, I mean, and yeah, and they did another disgusting. So I can't even talk about the view. I, like every time I hear a clip from that, I just fucking. Uh, yeah, it, it boils my blood because uh, that that show more people watch that show than fucking, you know, like uh, half the cable news shows like a bunch of fucking you know, uh, dumb housewives watch that show and they get their news from them. And it's like, like, I don't know that that's a a huge chunk of Bernie's voters, like potential voters anyway, but like, you know, I mean, I I would, it's just, it's just very disheartening because they're considered like a voice that people listen to and they're fucking aggressively stupid and have no idea what they're talking about. And it's so, I I feel like the the kind of women that watch that show are, are still getting up voting the way their husbands tell them to. Yeah, like who watches that show? I don't. <laughs> that sounds sounds terrible not, to say that. No, not like, out of a sense of obligation, but out of a sense of intellectual curiosity exactly. because they are not concerned at all with what's happening in the world. They are materially comfortable enough not or, to. Be. Or they marry guys that demand that they do that. Right? Well, and if you're getting Ooh, your news yeah, from their getting your news from the View, you're you're in an intellectually uncurious person because like nobody yes you know that that's the type of people that get their news from that fucking stupid show so that's exactly what i'm saying on that and a lot of reality tv in general is extremely low bar intellectually speaking i mean it's all just dreck although i will and this is sorry no i I answer I will say that I insulted somebody. I'm sorry about saying mean things about reality TV. I'm sorry. No, 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 not at all. It, it's it's absolutely fucking awful. Um, I will say that uh, guilty pleasure of mine because I've been forced to watch it by my fiance is uh, 90 Day Fiance. No, you ever watch 90 Day Fiance <laughs> on DLC? It's fucking Wait, awful. Is, it's not the same thing. No, no, no. It's a no. show about like people trying to get their like spouses from overseas like to get visa it's it, it's really like trashy but it's it's weirdly enjoyable oh. to watch it's it how does that show work like if you can make it three months together then you get married well so that's how the actual k-1 visa process works where you you have like three basically three you bring your spouse over here if you get a k-1 approval which is hard to get also especially with the trump administration and then you yeah. have three months to get married or they have to go back so you have to decide in those three months, like, am I, do I want to marry this person? And you have to get married within those three months. And then they'll be able to stay in, in the U.S. Do I love this person enough for them not to get deported? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Um, Damn, that's cool, dude. I love that. That's <laughs> they got, like, me. ice on speed dial. Like, if you don't fucking make me a sandwich, bitch, I will fucking... Yeah, they'll be here. They'll be here with well, there, a battery There is ram shit like that that happens on that show. Yeah, it's real It's real fucking aggressively dumb and trashy, but it's, it's Well, really you know enjoyable. the production crews, like, poke those people, and, like, they only capture the most obnoxious moments, and they try and, like, get the worst out of people because oh. it's all about ratings. Oh, of course, you know? yeah. True. Because real people that want to do those shows are not interesting and they're not conflict oriented. They're boring people who desperately want to feel meaning in their life and they get wrapped into a TV show. I was uh, I was at a bar one time 
when uh, the real world was filming. Mm. I don't even know what. Oh, version remember of it the real was. world? <laughs> I do. No, it was I, there was there was one season where they really spiced it up with like the the bike messenger and the gay guy with AIDS who hate each oh, other. God, and that was yeah. like the only time they really had like a, a good like you know message let, let's hate each other and then come together at the end uh and that this was, was the like, plot was them being unhappy right. and the production crew ensuring that they stayed unhappy that's so fucking cruel right. it's like yeah if you, you could, did that you to mice in captivity you, yeah like PETA would be freaking out and we're doing it to human beings it's you can even when you watch a show like night day you can really see the strings of like the tension that the the production crew you know artificially injects that that creates real arguments between the p and it's like oh you're just it's no wonder like nobody sticks around for more than a season or two because it's like oh you're like destroying our lives for you know the entertainment yeah, basically people. for entertainment yeah. for other people this is a new roman arena yeah, yeah basically that's why I watch pro wrestling. At least it's fake and <laughs> everyone's getting paid out. <laughs> same difference, though. It's no, it is. Thing. It is. But at least everyone is is in on it and not you know not being manipulated by fucking uh, you know producers. But producers, yeah, they're in on the so, joke. <laughs> when I was at this bar and they were taping the real world there, it was it was at a real bar and it wasn't like we didn't know they were there. Um, but literally, there was like fifty people from the sound crew and video crew and everything, and then like these six random people that were like under lights that were just sitting there like eating Doritos and not talking to each other the whole time. <laughs> so I was like, good luck trying to spin a show out of this. Cause I guarantee everyone who was here, who's not on the show was way more interesting than those fucking. Eight yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> um, so can you get them to do anything? Yeah, Come right. on. Um, yeah. No, at least Jersey shore, you got a bunch of fucking mooks in Jersey, you know, beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> they have like two, two fucking Jaeger they bombs. They came, they came out of the package oh, ready for reality TV. But that's everyone in Jersey. Everyone in Jersey is a fucking trash bag piece of shit. Like, is it really like it, that? It's, it's, I've never that, that show is not an exaggeration. No. I know so many people like that. Like for real. Like that's <laughs> they're it, like not everyone's like but that, but there are a lot of people like, like that. They're aware of it. That's the thing is they're aware of the stereotype and they embrace it. Oh, they're proud of it. Like they've it seen. It does seem that way. Yeah. Yeah. Like they've watched Sopranos. It's, it's, it's that know. whole like they're you like, think you're yeah, better I'm than me type. It's that you think you're better than me type mindset. So it's like the they embrace the yeah my uncle he's got a he's got a he's got a sanitation service too he runs if you uh want in i can let you know uh, yeah. yeah no for sure um so so just one other really funny polling note i don't know if you guys saw this today so trump tweeted um he tweeted a florida you know head-to-head poll uh saying uh, a poll of radical left do nothing democrats just came out in florida nice results <laughs> and he posted the poll but um he posted uh Trump versus Biden, Trump 49, Biden 45, Trump versus Warren, Trump 50, Warren 43, Trump versus Buttigieg, Trump 50, Buttigieg 43, and Trump versus Bloomberg, Trump 49, uh, Bloomberg 44. Uh, Notice anyone missing from that poll? So uh, weirdly, the... uh, That poll didn't include Bernie, but there was another poll, Florida head-to-head polling... Uh, where Bernie uh, beats Trump 53 to 47. So it's a little interesting that he chose that poll to use that didn't include Bernie. By the way, also, you're going to include Michael Bloomberg polling around 8% nationally in a poll uh, mm-hmm. and not include the person polling in first perc- in first place nationally. <laughs> so, you know, that, that, that totally right. normal behavior from pollsters right there. That's that's totally not, a, not at all trying to silence the leading candidate in the Democratic Party. But, um, you know. 
No, it's totally cool. <laughs> That's just the way things work around yeah. here. He's not a serious no. contender. If he was a serious contender, Mike Bloomberg would be running to try and prevent him from away <laughs> yeah right uh no no guys well but this is a poll of democrats and of course as we know bernie sanders is not a democrat socialist yeah. democrats i fucking love that nancy pelosi is called a socialist i fucking love this world like that word is not going to mean anything and before they know it we're going to have full-scale communism because they're going to be arguing about who is a socialist and I'm it's going to be it. just the most centrist right-wing fucking Democrat in the right. entire world. And we'll, every tepid social increase we try and pass is going to be called what? Socialism. Yeah. Like, what Probably. does that even mean? It, it's, it's a weird fissure right now because half the people in the media are, are now going, Oh, well actually here's all these things that have always been socialist or democratically socialist. And I've been talking about that on this show forever. I've been oh, yeah. talking about how Francis Perkins, FDR's labor secretary, was basically a communist, uh, was uh, accused or committed <laughs> uh, <being laughs> communist, and like almost the entire New Deal was written by her. Um, she was the first cabinet, first woman who was a cabinet level uh, secretary in the country. Uh, Social Security, that was her. Uh, the conser- uh, uh, conservation, civilian conservation corps, that was her. The WPA was her. Uh, all of that stuff EFDR takes credit for, or took credit for, was was Francis Perkins. So yeah, it's like, oh, you you like Social Security? Well, thank a communist because that's why you got it. Um, but then at the same time, you've got the the third way centrist Obama Clintonites who are now like they can't run against socialism. So now they're they're like running on whatever Trump's legacy is. It's positive, or at least could be spun as positive, as why you shouldn't support Bernie. Um, so to, to Obama's, uh, 2012 campaign manager is named Jim Messina, oh, fucking Jimmy Messina. How's it going? <laughs> this fucking guy, man. So there's, there's my, my yacht rock reference there. Uh, he, so he, this Did he go work for Theresa uh, May after he left the Obama campaign? Oh, I don't even give a shit. I, I Loggins and Messina is the only Jim Messina I care about. Um, so he was interviewed, uh, the, 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 the shitty Obama, I uh, was interviewed in Politico uh, said, if I were a, a campaign manager for Donald Trump and I looked at the field, I would very much like to run against Bernie Sanders. Uh, he can say, I'm a, he's referring to Trump, he can say, I'm a businessman uh, and the economy is great and this guy's a socialist, right? So you have the, the centrist liberals now are basically running on Trump's economy. Well, so. To, to say this is why you shouldn't. Well, Jim, so I did just right. look it up. Jim Messina actually in 2017 uh, went to work on Theresa May's reelection campaign. So that's that's the fluidity of of these like Obama uh, staffers is that they can go work for sure. one of the most conservative shitbag but, people on the on the in the country or in the on the on the planet. But to the point he's making there, though, he's saying that a socialist can't run against Trump because Trump's economy is good. Well, if that's true, then what's your centrist liberal plan to run against Trump's economy? What's right. your fucking brilliant idea to run against his, his Teflon economic strategy there? Because yeah. if you're not going to actually run on something different, then why are you running Fluffy at all? platitudes? That's right. Basically. Exactly. <laughs> uh, like, yes. You know, because there's only one person who's out there actually articulating that the economy is not good. The economy is actually still shit. For people who are working two and three jobs who can't afford the rent, can't afford their medical debt, can't afford the college tuition. There's only one person doing that, and it's Bernie fucking Sanders. I thought you, I thought you were going to say yes! Michael Bloomberg. You, you, you tricked me there for a minute. Um, <laughs> we love that guy. He's so it, was a, it was a tie between Bernie and Tom Steyer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay good. Get, get the fuck out of here. 
Oh no, their their bromance is really kicked off now that we like maimed it. Now it's actually happening. I love it. It's really amusing. They were practically nuzzling at that NAACP rally. Like Tom was up on. So there was that one clip where it looked like Bernie was like pushing him away from him, but then there was a clip later where they were kind of laughing and joking with each other. So I was like, all right, I think he's finally warmed Bernie up to the point where Bernie's not like, I I can't even fucking talk to you. You're a fucking billionaire. Why do you think this look for me if I'm seen chumming around with you? Uh, But. Uh, how long has this been going on is what I want to know. Because we've seen like a couple instances very recently where they've been like Tom Steyer's going out of his way to be near Bernie. <laughs> it's a great scene in Bernie. It's a real treat. Um, <laughs> like seek and destroy. He's going after no, Bernie. For real. Um, this is real. But just by the way, a quick uh, note on the CNN poll, because, you know, obviously it's always been pretty slanted in favor of Biden. Because uh, of the median age of, you know, the me- median age of CNN viewers is like retirement home. So it's like, uh, but uh, just to, to show you the trends from October to now. Um, so October. So this is Biden's polling in, in for CNN uh, specifically. October, 38 percent. November, 28. Or, I'm sorry. October, 34 percent. November, 28 percent. December, 26 percent. Now, 24 percent. So he's down 10 points. Sanders, October, 16%. November, 17%. December, 20%. January, 27%. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's a pretty clear fucking shift. And for people that watch I, I CNN, yeah, that's, like, unbelievable because they're constantly propagandized against Bernie. So that's right. even... What what poll was it that came out earlier this week that had Steyer above Biden? That was a South Carolina... What that was. What? No, that was a South Carolina... Or no... Well, no, it it had him above Bernie in the South Carolina poll. Uh, it had him at like fifteen percent, but that I don't. That's no, 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 no. It was a poll that had Steyer above. Biden. Really, I don't know. I didn't see that. Or maybe I did. I don't. I don't remember what it was though. I saw it somewhere, but I can't remember. What and it was, polls so are, you know, have, I shouldn't have brought it up. No, I'm sorry, and polls guys. are, you know, uh, <laughs> tenuous at best. And of course, as we know, Bernie traditionally uh, underperforms in polls because his uh, voters, uh, you know, are are a lot of. The methodology is always skewed because they're never talking to us. And he turns out and we're yeah. And he turns out a lot of non-voters. I mean, that's the the appeal of Bernie. And that's why, you know, in the, in, in Michigan, he was polling, uh, comrade, you probably remember, what was he polling? Like the day of the primary, like negative 13 or something. No, it was, he was, he was double digits below Hillary, but it it was like one of those things where the closer it gets to the date, it's like Bernie's, it's like an exponential curve. It goes way up, but all the Vox guys, you know, Marcos and, uh, you know, Maddie and just all those people were, you know, like whoever, whoever thinks that, uh, you know, where did Bernie get the idea that he's going to win Michigan? Like whoever, Whoever thinks that Hillary Clinton's going to lose to Trump, Pennsylvania, has no right ever talking about politics yeah. ever again. Like I, I say, in two thousand sixteen, because it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, the the, uh, the the God, I didn't want to go into that, but uh, it's just it's inc- it's insane. And then you look at like even when they're counting the vote, um, Bernie was ahead of Hillary in the Michigan primary the entire time. She never was above him as they were counting the votes. And by midnight, Bernie was 3% above Hillary with like 90% of the vote counted. And they still said too close to call. 
Yep. Wow. No, no, always. They always do that. I, I mean, and again, this is because I am one of those obsessives who watches, you know, and that's the only time I'll ever watch CNN because they have all these fucking election results as they come in. And, and, and it's always too close to call when any kind of a leftist candidate is is leading or, or you know, like that t- that Tiffany Caban race where she was leading fucking the entire right. race and they were just too close to call. And then, of course, they miraculously found a bunch of ballots in the in the absentee ballots for the shitty centrist candidate. Right. That nobody. Well, they, voted for. They, they they can't call it until they, you know, dump a few tons of ballots into the fucking Hudson <laughs> River, like until the, the ballots are in the water, they still might get stopped somewhere and caught. So they got to make sure that, you know, they've actually floated to the bottom and then they call it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Joe Biden, of course, is, is taking this news. Well, uh, as you can imagine, I'm going to play a, Clip of a uh, an audio clip of Joe Biden uh, from this week. Stop. Okay, go ahead. I was talking to my yesterday, phone. You. Yesterday, you said you accepted Bernie's apology, and now you're attacking him. Why are you doing that? Go, 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 go. Why wasn't his apology enough, Mr. Vice President? Why, why attack Sanders? Why, 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 you're getting nervous, man. Calm down. It's okay. He apologized for saying that I was corrupt. He didn't say anything about whether or not I was telling the truth about Social Security. Thank you guys. Yeah, no, of course he wasn't. But so, but yeah, I, I love calm down, man. You get nervous. That's just that's not at all projection from Joe Biden. And then he started like rubbing the reporter's chest with both his hands. Oh like, yeah, that was so weird. So fucking creepy and lecherous. But yeah, somebody. Um, <laughs> He, I don't even know how many times he said the word why, but somebody made like a one second. Uh-huh. Here we go. Why, 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 so, you know, the the funny thing is, yeah, he did mention so a couple things that he mentioned there. The the Bernie apology, which I I think, you know, the left universally was like, why the fuck are you doing this? You're giving in to these bad faith actors who are criticizing you. So basically what happened was Zephyr Teachout, uh, who's great and should have been the fucking New York attorney general. But of course, they wrath fucked her out of that race. Mm-hmm. Um, she wrote she's she's a Bernie supporter and a surrogate, I guess. So she wrote a. um an op-ed uh, saying, which was titled Joe Biden has a corruption problem. And it talked about uh, the, the personal corruption of Joe Biden, all the money he took from the credit card companies. I mean, he literally was colloquially referred to uh, by his colleagues when he was a senator as the senator from MBNA, which is a bank that used to you know exist. It was a really big bank in uh, Delaware. And Delaware is like a huge fucking tax haven for all these banks. Yes, I've reason. read about it's this. The What's the city where all those Biden's- banks are? I I think I'm not sure if they're in Newark, but the but the whole state it's it there's no income tax in Delaware. Like it, Delaware really should just be Southern Pennsylvania, but they created the state as basically a fucking right. tax haven, and that's the only reason so the, it exists. Like, I've been through it one time on Amtrak between uh, D.C. and um, Philadelphia, and I can't remember the name. It was it Liberty City or is that something else? Anyway, the, 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 the city where all these credit cards are headquartered, or all these bank credit card banks, or whatever. Maybe Chevy. Oh, no, that's it, Maryland. It, that was the model for like the 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 downtown financial district in Fight Club that they blow up. Really, <laughs> yeah. really. 
because you know, they talk about like that's oh if we wipe all the credit card debt back to zero then we like reset society or something like that but that was based <laughs> yeah. on that city in delaware actually oh wow okay i didn't know that I, I always assumed it was like new york although i was like yeah there's no real credit card buildings in new york but that's well that's funny. It, a typical feature um, fashion or la or what city they're actually in it's a fictional yeah. city that they never say the name of but that like those built like the buildings that they blow up are actually like renderings of the the actual buildings from that Delaware City financial oh, wow. district. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, so yeah, so Joe Biden is hilariously corrupt. I mean, his fucking sons have traded off of his name to get jobs at, on boards of oil companies. I mean, there's just the list goes on and on. Not to mention all the money he takes from corporate interests and then, you know, works to fucking fight for their their interests. So. You know, I, I think Bernie was wrong for apologizing for that. I think he gave in to a lot of pressure because the media is trying. It's And I understand, you know, uh, from his perspective, he's trying not to alienate too many of Biden's voters because he's trying to win, you know, three to five percent of them in Iowa to really solidify his lead there. And and maybe he's better at strategy at this than we are. Mm -hmm. But I just think it's in general, it's bad to capitulate to bad faith criticisms like that. But um you know, the but what he didn't capitulate on is this Social Security thing, because, you know, uh, Sirota and all of Bernie's people are pushing uh, the the truth of, of Biden's record on Social Security and that he's wanted to fucking privatize and cut Social Security his entire career. And he just he just lies about it. He fucking straight up lies about it. So, you know, uh, he, he, Joe, like after Bernie apologized to him and it was like, oh, well, you know, he really did your favor because he didn't have to apologize to you there about that. Uh, Biden put out a tweet like, oh, well, Bernie's lying about my record on Social Security. Let me tell you the facts. It's like Jack, he doesn't understand said, the you know? Internet. It's like he doesn't understand that we have records of these things like we have the fucking receipts, dude. You know, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. we well, know this is happening. Record, man. So, I mean, come well, on, man. I, I mean, why, 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 why? Oh man! He just yeah, throws so, a fucking shit fit. He's a oh my god. He's a uh, dramatic no, he's, man. It, his brain is melting out of his skull. So Literally. this is this is actually a clip that Bernie released right after that because he's like, yeah, Joe, we have the fucking receipts. Like <laughs> this is. This is this is this is just one clip of Biden, and there's tons of clips of Biden talking about cutting Social Security from as recently as 2018. So, but this is one from, I think, the 90s. When I argued that we should freeze federal spending, I meant Social Security as well. I meant Medicare, and Medicaid. I meant veterans benefits. I meant every single solitary thing in the government. And I not only tried it once, I tried it twice, I tried it a third time, and I tried it a fourth time. Well, we've got some bad news for them. We are not going to cut Social Security. We're going to expand. Preach, King. Preach. <laughs> I mean, it, that could have been a more tailor-made clip. It was just like, how, hey, hey, Joe, can you think of a worse way to fucking frame this in your speech? And it's fucking <laughs> brilliant. He shouldn't apologize for that. that that's fucking... I, I tried true. to. I, Why is it everybody can say shit except for Bernie? It's like everything Bernie does is a direct attack that that is like sincerely felt, and he has to just like rebuff yeah. everything else and just keep his class. I mean, and he's so if, if you heard classy. Bernie citing your record with like a wall of like like people applauding and like a violin concerto behind you, you would feel pretty fucking attacked. Like Phil Spector wall of sound is coming at you. Don't fuck around. It's serious. 
yeah. without all the Phil Spector. Uh, have you noticed how much like, um, like but, violin solo concerto stuff is in all the campaign ads right now? It's it's everywhere. You, you just the are, spirits not, are very really high. Of it. The blood is yeah. up in this election. You know, you gotta <laughs> score it that way. I'm into it. Like Bernie's got to go back to the folk stuff, though. I mean that 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 fucking America clip is still, I think, the most effective thing he's yep. ever put out. Yep. Yeah, that, like that. You know, but 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 this is good for when you're really just trying to highlight stuff. I think, you know, a little mm-hmm. kind of soaring music like that. Um, but yeah, so uh, you know, I, Joe Biden's a fucking clown. I mean, we 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 know this. This is, but you know, and, and it's important to focus on Biden because I think we've we've essentially, you know, I, I say we, but I think she did it herself. Warren, you know, kind of torpedoed her own campaign. <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, Biden is still the the threat right now, and obviously, I think we we all agree that his poll numbers are inflated, but that doesn't mean that they're not relatively high and way higher than they should be. So I think that he's still something we need to worry about um, in terms of like, cause if Bernie can take South Carolina, like Bernie's going to take Iowa, Bernie's going to take New Hampshire, Bernie's going to take California. We just got to keep way, up what we're doing. Cause we're chipping away yeah, at him. hundred percent. You know, if Bernie could take South Carolina, Biden might have to drop out after super Tuesday. That would be <laughs> fucking hilarious. And incredible. I would love Bernie for for Biden to lock the nomination publicly there, admit that he didn't know he was running for president all this time because I feel like he doesn't. <laughs> like he, I think he's just like man. going around talking to people. Like, yeah. do you ever hear him say? Do you ever hear him say the words? And that's why I'm running for president. Like that's what we're no, because there is no reason he's running for president. He, he has no fucking him. reason for running. No, it's like he has no message. At least, at least Booker was like. Here's why we're running: love and hope and peace, and you know, and like Marianne with the love, sir, will win. They all like a mission <laughs> statement, you know. Who just endorsed Yang? Where it's just like, oh my I god, know. what is she? Uh, yeah, she, she and she supported Bernie last primary. It's like, what the fuck, Marianne? Did you hear her reason uh, for endorsing Yang? Oh God, no! What is it? No. It was it was like she she's um, about his chakras or no? She said something <laughs> her like tarot cards. Um, you know, th- there's too much uh, too much like hostility. Of course, you'd say that, and that uh, you know we all need to be a little bit more lighthearted. And she thinks Yang is like you know coming at it from a from a humorous perspective. And that's the reason why she's, you know, just oh, great. Yeah. Fucking... Just, just, just what we need in the White House yeah, well, to, to, you to know, clean up this fucking nuclear mess. We have a fucking mess. game show host for a president and nothing means anything anymore. And like these people are too rich to understand anything about what normal people's yep. lives are like. So they're just like, right. why would they have any idea how to rule over us? Well, they're that's like fucking what I... different, different beings. You know what I mean? It's dramatic. So, well, that's. Anthony, I know you haven't watched uh, Unbreakable or Split or Glass, but uh, Jackie, have you watched the, that trilogy with um, the no? What trilogy? The trilogy Unbreakable, Split, Glass, M Night Shyamalan. With no, I um, don't think I have. Oh gosh, well, I guess you guys won't get this, but yeah. So uh, without ruining anything, the middle movie. Uh, Spoil it. Like, well, no, you don't. don't the podcast. You don't know that it's a trilogy until the very end, but everyone kind of now does because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the third one. But yeah. um, James McAvoy amazingly plays this guy that has a split personality disorder, and there's like at least twenty four distinct personalities, and they focus on about ten of them. Uh, and you never really like, you're kind of like, eh, it sounds like it could be interesting, but James McAvoy just fucking nails it. Uh, and and the whole time, like the 
the group of personalities are all kind of like vying for who has power and like the, the collective of them within him is called the horde. Uh, and whoever's speaking is said to have the light in the movie. So if anyone has watched these movies, you will know that on any given day, it's kind of like, well, which, which, which one of the horde has the light within Marianne Wilson right now? <laughs> like just on a whim, she's like, Oh, I like Bernie today. And like, Oh, actually Andrew Yang, I, I'm going to take up vaping too. And she's just like, you know, whatever, whatever just floats in front of her. She's kind of like, Oh, that's, extra that's, one that's, care, that's who, <laughs> speaking now so anyway yeah. convoluted reference i thought you guys would know it but uh, you explained it really well it was great <laughs> Good. um yeah but so you know speaking of convoluted uh we, we should talk briefly about this new york times endorsement fiasco because um i don't know if you guys watch this i i actually I, for some reason i guess people were were tweeting about it and i was like oh i guess this is on right now so i i watched like 20 minutes of this thing and so we you know we'd saw the week prior leading up we saw kind of short clips from this process where they you know it, it was basically new york times self-filating itself it was like oh our editorial board is so important that we're going to have a apprentice style show where we come in and the candidates have to pitch themselves to us and then we're at the end we're going to announce our endorsement uh, because everyone cares so much about our endorsement, we're so important. Which know, is hilarious because sniffing their own farts type stuff. Yeah. New York Times hates Trump, um, but doesn't want anyone to unlike him to run, and yet they're presenting this this very canned, you know, come beg for our endorsement thing that looks so much like The Apprentice. Trump. It, it, it was The Apprentice. It was the exact <laughs> format of The you Apprentice. Know. It was unbelievable. And, yeah. and, and, and so, newspapers have done this for a long time, like publishing the, the full unedited versions of uh, candidate interviews. But this was yeah. not like that at all. This was just like, we're going to make this very stylized, you know, very edited uh, multi-camera, like, oh, that's interesting, Bernie. Why did you, you know, like just, I've, I've never seen it that yeah. Um, cultivated. I don't want to say cultivated. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, that staged, manufactured, like, yeah, staged. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, it, was, it felt very false. Um, the people on the editorial board are really fucking dumb, and it's kind of funny to watch. Like the just the the the, the whole mystique of like the old gray lady in the New York Times mm-hmm. being this bastion of journalism really crumbles when you watch some of these fucking morons like talk about politics and talk about what they think about these candidates. I mean, one of the people like, and they were talking about Bernie after he left the room. Somebody said, oh, well, you know, there, I, I hear a lot of platitudes from Bernie. You know, I don't I don't really hear any specifics on policy from Bernie. I was like, <laughs> am I am I am I fucking losing my mind? Like what 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 is happening? Well, like, they're talking they a lot about like the definition of gaslighting. And this is fucking gaslighting. It, it was so gaslighting. And then, the, then of course, Warren was like a sunrise um, movement yeah. said the same thing about Bernie and the Green New Deal. They were like, well, he doesn't have enough specifics. Which is like, that's why well, at least at least. Yeah, but it, uh, that was their social media team. At least their members resoundingly endorsed him. Like you know, yeah. the the rank and file of greed of, of uh, uh, Sunrise Movement is, is is good, even though the leadership is shitty and captured by corporations, just like every other organization. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, this this process was a joke. It was super clear that they were fucking like you know hands hands on their fucking you know hands under their chin when. Elizabeth Warren was talking to them and really just giving non-answers and total bullshit and platitude and the whole, you know, stupidity. Um, because they have their anointed one. Yeah, no, she was the anointed one. Um, 
Biden got asked a couple tough questions, but not really. Uh, he had a weird moment where he was like crying about his son and like, I, 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 at that moment, I was, I was just like, I feel bad. Like, dude, why, why, why even? Well, because they, they asked like stupid like questions to each candidate. Like, who, who, would which figure, which political figure broke your heart or something like that? Um, and Yang actually said Obama, which was was really you know Beautiful. pretty ballsy. Fantastic, yeah, I, we love him. I wish I wish Bernie had said that, but uh, I don't even I don't even know what Bernie said. Um, but well, the, uh, but Biden like break your heart in a bad way. Yeah, like, like who like, like which literally... who disappointed you? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and then Biden was like, oh, I don't have any politics figures, but you know, it broke my heart when my son died, and it was just really awkward he was like i was was just like i I felt bad but i was like why are you even doing this to yourself man just fucking go home there's some person like shouting in his earpiece and he's just yammering trying to repeat this shit he's literally a mannequin yeah i mean like why are you doing this to yourself why this is such elder elder abuse at this point it is um it really it's it's just sad but so uh, so uh, the, the one, a couple funny clips I have from that. So Buttigieg went in there, and his the 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 shine is off the the blooms off the rose with Buttigieg. Like he's not the media darling he used to be. Mm-mm. Um, and they they actually hit him with with a pretty tough line of questions, and he fucking so you saw the the full Patrick Bateman come out in this. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and I don't like to preface clips too much, but just try yeah. to notice how many times that Booty Judge is, is like blatantly copying Bernie here. Mm-hmm. And also, well, you won't be able to tell, but he drinks water several times, which is totally something a not nervous person does. <laughs> normal um, behavior, just yeah, like very normal. <laughs> just there, there's a really funny like set of four still photos from this answer, which is just fucking hilarious. <laughs> like. He makes the goofiest faces, like in between. He does. Uh, he's Fivel. He's he's really yeah. Right, see here, I'll play <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got that reference. Yeah, no, somebody sure. hasn't they... unsubscribed from Disney Plus. No, actually, I <laughs> is American Hell on there. I haven't got Disney Plus yet. Is it worth it? Is it cool? It's worth it for the Mandalorian for sure. Yeah, if you they gotta get Spider Man on there and some other shit. They're holding back. But hey, if you want to watch like the unedited racist versions of Davy Crockett from 1950s, that's, <laughs> that's where you want to go for your money. It's great. Yeah. Uh, no, I love I love classic. the disclaimers they have because uh, like if you watch the like Marvel movie, it'll say you know, mild violence in uh, scenes of tobacco use. It's like tobacco <laughs> use. Like, who gives a shit? Well, that'll get you a PG thirteen rating then, now. Right? Oh yeah, but wow. then you watch like Davy Crockett, and there's scenes of massacring indigenous people, and it's like uh, they don't mention the tobacco use because you know apparently peace pipe that that's not a problem. Uh, but just wiping <laughs> out an entire tribe of people that's uh, maybe problematic. I'm like maybe. Mm, what, what, what's the maybe? You might want to think about that one. <laughs> yeah, might be an antiquated like, social not, view. Right, that's not the appropriate yeah. response. No, American Tale fucking rules, so that's a, that's a great movie. Somewhere um, out there. I probably know all those songs uh, by heart. I'm that's a, like a fucking top five. Nerd. That's a top five Disney song, too. That's Let's one of it. the best. It's, it's easily one of the top five, you know. I'll tell you what, Why sometimes in my this? brain, I mix up Back to the Future 3 and Five Goes West. They're just... They're like <laughs> <the same>. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Not, not, not exactly. No, for sure. All right, so... um. 
All right, so this is Buttigieg, uh, really fucking crumbling like origami. Five uh, under mild five cr- crumbling. <laughs> You've been on the front lines of corporate downsizing. You've been on the front lines of corporate price fixing. You've been on the front whoa, lines whoa, that's, that's, of our that's, of our misadventures I'm sorry, of our misadventures in foreign policy. You've had direct experience of many of the things that make a lot of young people very angry about the way that this country uh, is operating right now. Get you em. don't seem to embody that anger. So the proposition that I've been on front lines of corporate price fixing is just to get that out of the way. Whoa. You worked for a company that was fixing bread prices. Uh, no. <laughs> I worked for a consulting company that had uh, a client. Actually, sir. That may have been involved in fixing, or was apparently in a scandal. I was not aware of the Canadian uh, bread pricing scandal until last night. But do you feel <laughs> the anger that many Does young people anybody feel believe about that? the state of this? Yeah, of course, because it destroyed my city. I, I grew Which up. Which is in Canada? Surrounded what? by crumbling factories and empty houses. My city lost 30,000 of its 130,000 people, largely before I was born. In so 1996. I'm under no illusions about the problems that are present in American capitalism generally and were oh. unleashed beginning with the Reagan era specifically. And Whoa. while I may not be as emotive sometimes, about my sense of anger or frustration or injustice, uh, I would not be doing any of this if I were not propelled by a level of passion. So, yeah. The thing that just gets me is that you, you work for a company that was fixing bread prices. Like, right. Um, which, and, and it's just the funniest thing about that clip and the most gaslighting thing is that he says, well, I wasn't aware of that until yesterday. It was like, that was the centerpiece of the fucking news cycle when he finally was pressured into releasing the list of his clients, which, by the way, one of them was that Canadian supermarket chain, which was fixing bread prices when he was consulting well, for them. So there's no the centerpiece yeah. was his, was his yeah. work for uh, Michigan Blue Cross Blue Shield. Well, yeah, no, Blue Cross Blue Shield. That was the a fun little, of, you know, sub story. Yeah. But I mean, that's Michigan. So pretty much like we're in the bread basket of Canada already. So it's kind of the thing that's awesome <laughs> over there. So uh, the, the tweet that you had this in our, our thread that had that video um, from New York Times opinion, which may or may not be the real one. I don't know. People keep changing their screen name. Like people that are verified keep changing their screen names, then tweet things to make it look yeah, like, like New York Times opinion got hacked, which is hilarious to me. Um, mm. But it, like, uh, it says, uh, though he may not be as emotive as some of his Democratic rivals, Pete Buttigieg shows the emotional uh, oh, show, shows the editorial board. Sorry. The editorial board, a flash of passion. He says propels his campaign. <laughs> this that, that phrase "flash of passion" sounds like, like that was the real. That was the real account, by the way. That was the real. The real yeah, New that York was time. the real one. But it didn't. Just those those words, that alliteration, sounds like the kind of thing you would write into like a commercial for like a shitty fast food chain. You know, like you remember yeah. the, the the like the real commercial uh, in Breaking Bad for uh, Los Pollos Hermanos. You know, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. for over a hundred years, my uncle has shown a flash of passion. Was <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that. Like, yep, what? Yep. Flash, flash of passion. <laughs> yeah. Come on down to flash of passion. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Bernie, in contrast, uh, not at all, uh, trying to bernie went in really with like the red from shawshank kind of mentality you know like when he goes into the parole board at the end of shawshank he's like just right. fuck you guys like just 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 fucking stamp my thing not you know rejected and so yeah 
and, and Bernie doesn't want their fucking endorsement, and he and he he's not gonna kiss their ass for their endorsement, unlike everyone else who went in there. So this is what Bernie uh, said to them, uh, kind of in relation to that. Look, I don't tolerate bullshit terribly well, and I come from a different background than a lot of other people who run the country. I'm not good at backslapping. I'm not good at pleasantries. If you have your birthday, I'm not going to call you up to congratulate you so you love me and you write nice things about me. Preach. That's not what I do. Never have. And I I take that as a little bit of a criticism, self-criticism. I've been amazed at how many people respond to, happy birthday. Oh, Bernie, (laughs) thanks so much for calling. You know, it works. It's just not my style. Um, You know, I try to stay focused on the important issues facing working families in this country, and I fight for them. Their their faces when he's saying that that was just like fuck you like they're just so like incredulous that somebody would actually be like yeah no I'm not gonna kiss your ass it's like you can fucking write what you want about me like I'm not they can't but, even hide their disgust like it's oh, no uncomfortable no. it's so cringe to watch well, their faces so like you can't even is, act like an adult like a professional well this I can't even believe it they're chastising Booty Judge for being on the front lines of austerity and corporate downsizing and how and they understand that how mad that's made working people and, and millennials and uh you know but then they can't see past that and go oh here's the guy that actually you know is, is tuned into embodies that, that and right. we hate him too like what what is that about and, and second what was you know I, I guarantee Bernie went first and said bullshit mm-hmm. and then you know as as like one of the producers <laughs> was there you know uh, Booty just comes in and he's like hey, hey what what did what did Bernie say what did Bernie say oh Bernie Bernie said bullshit he's like oh 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 I'm gonna do that too I'm gonna do that too <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, the other thing that somebody pointed out is like, so do politicians actually call up reporters on their birthdays? Because that's fucking gross. Like the way he said that, it made it sound like like that's kind of like the norm in D.C. And I never that never occurred to me. But yeah, that's fucking gross as shit. Like, why do you do it? Like, why do you have that kind of relationship with the media? Like, that's that's the fucking problem right there distilled down to, you know, 30 seconds. Like the fact that people are so chummy with the media that it's not only uh, commonplace but customary and like expected that you call the media and like and like call individual reporters and wish them a happy birthday like fuck off like that's unbelievable yeah. and, that's, and that 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 know. whole goes into the whole like white white house press correspondence dinner where it's uh-huh, supposed exactly. to be yeah. a roast of the president and of the media. But anytime they have anyone in there, Stephen Colbert, Michelle Wolf, who actually does that, they're like, oh, my goodness, how could you dare? You know, it's just it's it's just incestuous. It's disgusting. Get us Gary Sinise next year. And I would none of this shit again. <laughs> yes. God. Yeah. Um, yeah, just just really pathetic shit. You know, the, I think the year after Michelle Wolf, they had um, th- this real this fucking really dry ass uh author who wrote alexander hamilton's biography <laughs> like that was that that was their transition from like the the fucking absolute pipe bomb that michelle wolf dropped on them, uh the year prior you, so, even yeah. netflix right. couldn't do one more than like one month of her show was it they were like just no it's too, too they late. they only let her do for like a season yeah 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 it's a shame because she's she's really good I, I i i enjoy her uh her her presence um but yeah so yeah uh you know and, and again of course the, the 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 comical thing is that i was slightly worried like oh fuck like because I, I, everyone on the planet was like oh obviously this is they're gonna endorse warren like that's a fucking given yeah. so i was a little worried like you know 
oh, she'll get a 10% or like a, you know, like a two, 3% boost in the polls or whatever. Um, but what they did was they effectively undercut their entire uh, endorsement process by endorsing two people. So they, so nobody got the fucking bump from it and they endorsed Warren and Amy Klobuchar, somebody polling, you know, near the bottom of the entire field uh, who couldn't nominally have a further vision for the democratic party Just than Elizabeth Warren. completely I mean, ends of the spectrum between uh, Amy yeah. and Warren. They are not similar at all. Their only mutual quality is their sex. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it was just a totally useless endorsement. The whole process, the whole point of an endorsement is to take a stand on which candidate you think would best represent the party. So by saying, Oh, well, this is the person from this wing and this is the person from this wing. It's like, well, then you just shouldn't have endorsed. You just don't believe in anything. You just I, basically I don't, I don't threw up believe. some blind virtue signal to say, this is, this is what we believe. You know what? You guys just fucking make it up on your own at this point. So yeah, I, that's great. I, I don't, I don't see them as separate at all. I mean, they're they're both capitalists. No, I, so it, it they're way more similar, but like in their you know what I'm saying, like in their in their view of of Warren yeah, versus like yeah. it, I, I I just I can't stand either one of them. I mean, one they do no, have one policy race, differences. They manifestly have policy differences. At well, least well, the way they they present their Klobuchar platform. is like a straight up Republican. Like Basically, she, she yeah. like I. She she doesn't bullshit you at least, which I respect more than what Warren does, which is lie about. She just tells the same bad joke over and over. (laughs) She is the tofu of the Democratic field. I was in a blizzard. (laughs) Soak up whatever atmosphere she's in. Fucking oh my god! Um, But yeah, I want to see how your hair fares in a blizzard, um, right? What was what was that joke she kept telling over and over? Somebody had a clip of this week. Yeah, no, it was, it was the because she's like, well, Donald Trump tweeted about it and called me oh, yeah, snow yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see how your hair flare fares in a blizzard. Hair fares. His yeah. hair um, is crazy though. His hair is nuts. Oh yeah, I don't know what the fuck's happening on there. the stream. Um, I actually <laughs> broke it down. If you guys want to know, I can explain it to you. Go for sure. it. Yeah, yeah. You, you, we're gonna run long, so you're not getting up that early if you're gonna stick with us all night. <laughs> I got three minutes to talk about Trump's hair. Give me a sec here. Okay, go for He's it. Got. Yeah. A like two at least two feet, maybe three feet long strip growing out of the back round of his skull that he wraps around and plasters (laughs) with hairspray, which requires a blow dryer, which means he needs a professional there at all times to blow dry out his big, long, silky tail. (laughs) I just needed to share what the, that with you guys because that. What the fuck does that thing look at when it look like when he gets out of the shower? Like that's that's what I would I like. I I don't want to know because it's probably horrifying. But like, hey, imagine being the girl American who hustle. stands behind his chair and has to blow. I just shivered thinking about it. Who is the girl who has to blow dry his hair? Oh, <laughs> some poor His stylist. sweaty ass in a fucking bathrobe. Oh, <sighs> god. Have you guys seen American yeah, Hustle? Yeah. The um. What's his What's his name? No, uh, no, you got to watch that with uh, Jennifer Lawrence Christian Bale's and Christian Bale. Yeah. So the opening of the film is Christian Bale, who has this like the most complex and cringy comb over you can imagine, and it's like the, <laughs> it's like the mid seventies where like nobody will just admit they're going bald and shave their head. So yeah. he's got like Aww. a he's got like a hair colored sponge that he glues to the top of his head. And then oh, like awesome. comes it over to like over and over, like laces it back and forth until you can't tell there's like a, like a, a, a big little like mini toupee under it. Yeah. You like teases right? it down with a comb but and like whole, flattens it. It's so funny. Cause the whole opening of the film, there's like no music, no monologue, no nothing. It's just him 
doing his like long greasy comb over and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a really funny movie. I forget the director's name. Um, he does really great uh, adult, uh, adult humor comedies, but uh, he's like about, now I'm mixing up two different directors now. I want to say it was a guy that did about Schmidt and oh, David Russell, David O. Russell, David O. Russell. But that's yeah. not the guy that did about Schmidt, though. That's that's the other guy. No, he did. But he did, did he? Silver Lines Playbook. There you he go. did. No, I heard Huckabees. So he's yeah, he's three kings like, back in the day with uh, George Clooney and um, fucking what's his name? Spike Jones. And, uh, I reference that movie all the time because my my favorite scene is when they stick a funnel in that guy's mouth and just pour oil down it because that's what you should do to every fucking fossil oh, fuel executive. Yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah! I mean, it's a horrible scene to watch, but yeah, yeah. that's that's what we should do. American Hustle is one of those movies that. where it, it's it's like oh they they started another movie with the word America or American and I'm like I have no interest oh. in watching that. And then you watch it and it's actually really fucking funny. Jennifer Lawrence you realize is like so fucking funny if you let her like like funny intentionally funny. or funny unintentionally. Oh yeah, no, she's really funny. It's just she keeps signing contracts to play like boring ass characters in fucking Hunger Games and X-Men. Oh, it's just like yeah, get yeah, her yeah. out of those contracts, you know? If you give her a good script and let her improvise, she's oh, hilarious. Yeah. Um but it's it's like the like the mid seventies so and they're like they get a microwave and microwaves are brand new then and she doesn't yeah. know how to fucking use it so of course she like puts metal in it and it blows up. Oh no! <laughs> and it's like the the resulting oh jeez scene is oh that's no I, good. I did that when that's I was a kid good. actually I put <laughs> oh no uh, I did that when I was a kid I put like a. A uh, like gum wrapper, like a like a juicy fruit, bunch of juicy fruit wrappers in the microwave. I was like, oh, I wonder what this will do. And of course, it all fucking caught on fire. It was a really huge fiasco. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad, bad news. Foil. You don't put foil on a microwave. It was science, <laughs> though. You had to try it. Yeah, you know. I, it was the look. Right. I was a, I was an adventurous. Kid. Honey, I blew up the um, science oven. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I actually wonder about how many fucking awesome movies we lost out on because great actors like like I know it revitalized his career, but imagine how many awesome like like dramas and, and indie comedies Robert Downey Jr. could have been doing in the last 10 years right? where he wasn't, you know, standing in front of a green screen. And, and he's great. He's you know, he's great in those movies, but like. He's, he's a fucking phenomenal actor. And it's like such a waste almost. I feel like he's, he's going to have a doolittle. really like, cool like sunset phase. Like if anybody's going to be a cool I, I old so, man, it's going to be know. Robert Downey Jr. You know what I mean? He's going to be doing, like, doolittle. Doolittle. like what are you doing, dude? Yeah, it was really enjoyable. That's what that's what got, got me thinking. I was like, this dude's yeah. like one of the great modern actors. And he's doing like like this goofy Doolittle movie where apparently spoiler alert, because I'm never going to see this movie. Neither <laughs> anyone else that listens to this podcast. The, the movie, the dramatic conclusion of this movie ends with him giving uh, an, an enema to a dragon, a constipated dragon. Like Oof. that's literally the way that the, the, and like, like physically with his hand, like that's the way it's, it's, it's just baffling that this is the, the kind of movies he's choosing to do. Right. But, I mean, maybe, you know, the next one he'll do is, you know, I'm sure hopefully something, something better than that. <laughs> Once you sign on to for the CIA, you never can quit. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need yeah. to well, take a break really, really quick. I'll be right back. Sure. Yeah. Well, well, well right. so, but, but so, um, yeah. His interview with Rogan was great though. I, I really did enjoy that. Um, I, I like, I love the conversation they had about Tropic Thunder and like we're, 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 we're down. He was like really dancing around. I was like, yeah, I probably could do that now. But like, you know, I, I and I got the, his point of like, because I for people that haven't seen Tropic Thunder and it's it's a really funny movie you know for its time especially, um, 
he 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 is in blackface in the movie, but he's an actor playing a character in blackface. So I, I kind of got like his right. meaning of like, oh, well, this is just well, a half the joke thing is an actor would think. Yeah, right. And, and and half the joke is like why an actor would, would be problematic for thinking that they should do that and and you know like method act that at the same time when it's totally yeah, not yeah, necessary. Exactly. Uh, but you know, I mean, he, he, and, and this is, this is very true, but he even says like, well, like 90% of my black friends think it's hilarious. And they're like, dude, you fucking nailed it. <laughs> and then the other 10% are like, eh, but you know. maybe you shouldn't have done that. But, yeah. but that's a question that like Joe Rogan brings up to a lot of people. Cause he wants to, he like somehow has it in his heart. He has to defend that movie cause you know, he hates SJWs and everything. But, uh, earlier today, actually, no, it still is right now. Uh, Joe Rogan is trending. Right now, because he said uh, in an interview, not with Bernie Sanders, but in an interview Joe Rogan did with Barry Weiss, uh, right wing <laughs> racist, the New York Times, that he was thinking about voting for Bernie. Uh, so all the Warren stands came out of the woodwork to say that Bernie must denounce uh, his new uh, official surrogate, Joe Rogan, which I don't know how they make that correlation, because that's not what an official surrogate means. Um, because of all the all the transphobic things that Joe Rogan has said, Bernie must denounce the thing. And you know they would they wouldn't fucking do that if he said that about anybody else. It's just that they know that Joe Rogan has a huge fucking audience, and that'll help Bernie a lot. And yeah. Bernie's and, and, campaign put out a video, and it's not even a video they made. They just put out the footage of Joe Rogan talking to Barry Weiss about it. That's it. Yeah, and and you know how many more people watch Joe Rogan than almost every cable news show combined? Like that's that's really fucking important that he's putting that out into the world. And it, Joe Rogan's a politically neutral force. Like he's not a right winger. He's not a left. Like he he says he's like a you know progressive, but like he's not. He is he's chaotic fi- neutral. Joe he's Rogan ca- no, is he's chaotic total neutral, chaotic neutral for sure. But. But that's why it's like, you know, you know, I'm not saying you have to go to him for political advice, but like he's an empty vessel where he'll listen to anything. And he generally generally, you know, comes down the right side of things for, you know, most issues. And so he has such a big audience that of of like totally non-traditional Bernie voters that it's amazing that he's giving the kind of coverage to Bernie that he's given. And I think he's typical of a lot of men's evolution politically. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. there is a certain amount of masculinity in right wing politics and that appeals to guys, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And he's when again, yeah, a lot of his, you know, a good chunk of his viewers only follow because of they know him as the UFC commentator. Yeah. Like they don't follow him because right. of like the political people he talks. Well, and those people, I know a lot of people that watch UFC now because of politics and because of Joe Rogan, because he's bridged those. <laughs> no, oh, for sure. I know, for I'm sure. friend. I follow a couple wrestlers who are like super political too. Like it's not exactly like a himbo sport anymore. You know, like, right. Actually, they, so they did a. I, we talked about this, I think, months ago on the, or maybe it was a long, or longer than that. But weirdly, like wrestling and and UFC have fairly left wing fans compared to other sports like football or like you know obviously NASCAR. For and sure, and I never thought about that before. That's crazy. But it's just it's just before it's just age far, demographics. You, watch guy, yeah, to talk about Joe Rogan, we got to talk about what his detractors are saying right now, and it's it's a lot of people that are. Uh, you know, talking about things he said that they claim are transphobic, and I think that some of them are problematic as, at best, probably not going as far as to say they're transphobic. One of the things he said, you know, obviously he's like, he doesn't like the idea of uh, people that are trans competing in 
gendered athletic trans sports, women competing where they would have and, a, a severe advantage yeah. and it's like i i'm not even going to weigh in on that because i'm not enough in the world of sports to to really say um, one of the other things he did say yeah. though was you know he doesn't think that um pre-pubescent <clears throat> uh children should be given uh hormones to affect their you know whatever their, their gender uh, or the sex so um, like to be able to transition Right, which is the which is like a very right wing thing to say that that's happening and it's not. Uh, yeah, that's I, that's like what I that's like the farmers, black farmers killing white farmers in Australia, South mm-hmm. Africa, yeah, um, South Africa, yeah. But so I, so I kind of threw that out there, saying like, hey, I don't know enough about this. Right before we went to air, threw this out here to our, our one of our uh, group DMs, um, and got some feedback from some people who had more expertise than me in these matters, and they were like, yeah, that's not a thing in the first place. Right. And, you know, like the, the people that we know that are trans are not really we're not like we're, we're kind of thrilled that Rogan's going in support of Bernie. So these people that are concerned trolling about it, like they're just looking for a thing to try to drive a wedge there because they're pissed that Rogan's, uh, you know, coming around for Bernie and they realize how much value that really does have. So, you know, do you do you want a guy who's maybe been uninformed and has a big audience and has said some problematic things who is capable of listening and coming around on stuff and, and, and supporting the most, uh, you know, historically decades before anybody else in the Democratic Party supporting LGBTQIA plus uh, individuals? Or do you want somebody that just throws it up as, as you know, a prop, you know, as tokenism, yeah. who doesn't really give a shit? I mean, for, you know, fucking Warren has an actual surrogate who's a trans woman that got, you know, got caught with all these racist and homophobic tweets and there was no accountability other than never being actually invited back on TYT, which I was actually happy to see that never happen again because we all thought it would. <laughs> I feel like Azana has editorial control now. I, right. If Jank was around, he probably still would invite her back on. Yeah. But, so the person yeah. we're talking about is uh, named uh, Anna Marie Preston and uh, Ashley Marie when, Preston. Yeah, yeah. Who is actually a, a paid surrogate who didn't disclose that on TYT for a long time. Uh, and I think that that non-disclosure also helps, uh, you know, end that relationship. But still, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, the, there was people all over the hashtag Joe Rogan tonight saying, oh, yeah, this, the, the Joe Rogan is an official campaign surrogate because Bernie's campaign posted the video <laughs> of Joe Rogan talking to Barry Weiss. And it's like, that's not what that you're just you're fucking gaslighting there. Yeah. By the way, how how pissed off do you think Barry Weiss is that she's being that she's being used in an official Bernie video? <laughs> I, love I love it. I love her voice. She's like, interesting, and you can oh, like hear her teeth grinding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the second after that, she just said like fifteen like completely untrue fucking you know slander statements about Bernie. She but had to go throw up after that. that. <laughs> I, yeah, right? I I feel ill. I think I'm gonna throw you look up. up. You look up. When, uh, <laughs> What was the thing she called Tulsi that she couldn't even? Oh, Toady. Can you look up Toady? Can you look up the definition of Toady for like, <laughs> like a lackey, like a like a. Well, did, well, no. There. So she was on uh, Rogan, and she was like, "Well, you know, obviously Tulsi is like a Putin Toady, mm, yeah, uh, or no, no, an Assad Toady." That's what it was. And Joe Rogan's like, "What does that mean? Was was Toady?" <laughs> She's like, "Well, uh, I, I, I Jamie, can you look that up? Like the meaning of Toady?" Like, because <laughs> she doesn't fucking know either. They just repeat this shit like rope by memory. Can you imagine how much bullshit they have to remember? Oh my god! (laughs) Just keep repeating the same bullshit. Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah. So one of the things Rogan does really well is is to with with almost the exact same posture and body language, 
can be really intimidating or totally put somebody at ease without doing anything differently. Um, we were, we, when you were uh, ran up for a second, we were talking about uh, Robert Downey Jr. going on a show. Yeah. And Robert Downey, Downey Jr. has just like a ton of, of confidence in everything he does, right? He doesn't do interviews very often. But when he does, he's just like, he is Iron Man. He's, he's Tony Stark. He's just zipping around and everything. And he's kind of like, the whole time he's doing this interview with Joe Rogan, he's, he's not really answering questions where he is, but he's very vague about it not getting mm-hmm. into specifics. And Joe Rogan just kind of does this thing where he gets down really low to the mic and kind of leans into it, leans over. He's yeah. like, his, his head's barely above the table. And he's like, what's you ever what's tried DMT, Barry, man? Barry, Barry Weiss, what's Tony? What does that mean? What does that mean? And like, he doesn't move from that spot. So he can be really, you know, if you're comfortable is, he doesn't get his dander up. He just, he just right. very matter of fact, like, well, what does that mean? Right. What is, what is it? And like, so let's people you, like, if you don't know the answer, you get really uncomfortable, right? Or if you do and you don't want to say, you get really uncomfortable. Or say if it's like somebody like um, uh, the 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 the, the uh, pedophile guy, the uh, um, Milo, Milo, Ma- yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, where he's just kind of like gets, he, like he like draws <laughs> it out of him. He's like, so what do you what are you talking about these uh, older guys and uh, younger guys? What do you, what does that mean? What are you talking about? And he just like draws him, draws it out, and suddenly that guy's career is fucking over. So, so yeah. yeah, you can, you can say Rogan's said some problematic shit. That's very true. He's also yeah. gotten people to admit things they wouldn't have otherwise that canceled. And he's them. admitted things. You can see him evolving. Like he's growing as a person, oh, as a man, like as a human being, he is flawed, but he is becoming better. I love him. I love him, folks. I endorse Joe Rogan. I, I think he has so much potential and he might disappoint me, but. No, but like he's, he's he is so ex- modern masculinity. I do, and he's he's so exemplary of like most voters, most non-informed voters, yeah. to the point where it's like, where where when they do hear people like Bernie talk, it's they're like, oh yeah, no, this guy totally makes sense. Like right. I would totally vote for. Like that's that's the great thing about him is the, the fact that he is kind of an empty vessel where he's well, he's, he's like not there the, to fight the, with you. He just he's figuring out what you yeah. believe. He's figuring out what he believes. It's clear he's the he mirror doesn't universe in version of. Yeah. yeah, he's like the mirror universe version of the View, like you know, where they're just a bunch of <laughs> fucking airheads who refuse to learn. Like yes. he just constantly will take in whatever you know. Like well, they have their their like sci- they have their marching orders. You know, there's a whole yeah. ideology there. Right. Yeah, and total if opposite you for him. Are someone who's trying to build a mass movement that's not ideological, but is there for what makes sense for the greater good of the most amount of people, which are people who are largely uh, people who work, who aren't rich. Right. Uh, people not that, like them. That's the, that's the guy that has the appeal. Joe Rogan has the audience he has because he's not ideological and he can look at those things and go, okay, well, I, I see that Sanders has been consistent and he cares about people that are poor, people that are working. And you know, this is, this is a guy that like, he didn't grow up rich. Like he he has a very long career. Like hey, I was doing well, stand-up that's... comedy, and then I was on news radio, and then I had the Fear Factor show, and now the like he's had a long time to yeah. do this stuff, and he's never turned into, uh, you know, a, a, a Zuckerberg in all of his all of his most time. most most stand-ups are just better people in general because they, to be a good stand-up comedian, you need to be introspective. Yes, there's uh, an emotional intelligence that, that comes you know, to it that sure. we don't talk about. I feel like. But, and you gotta, yeah, yeah. And he's, and unless you're just like a fucking he's evolved you know, like, too yeah. <laughs> look, at, look at his stand up from the 90s when like everyone who was doing stand up was problematic versus his stand up now 
there was it was a Jimmy um, Jimmy Dore was uh, off. He was often on um, Joe Rogan's show. Not this most recent time, but the time before that, he was like, "I watched you do 15 minutes, uh, you know, at this this comedy club recently." And I hated you. And I wanted to steal every one of your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> what a compliment. Yeah, no, his, wow. Yeah, for sure. No, and it, yeah, he's, he, he's, he's gotten a lot better as a stand-up. But, um, hey, yeah, I hate just, to uh, interrupt. Yeah, we, yeah, what's up? I've been having so much fucking fun here, you guys. I could listen to you guys talk about this stuff for hours, as I do. As I do, because I'm a huge fan of Move Left Idiots. But uh, I should. Well, you are moved left, bed. idiots. Now you're initiated. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> Do I get a plaque in the time. mail? Can you I get have a T-shirt if you donate twenty five dollars? All right, we're gonna wrap, I'm in. We're gonna wrap it up now. So, but just real quick, uh, just one funny thing to close us out is that like, you know people do those like fake Bernie tweets that are like you know jokes. Or <laughs> yeah. I just saw a great, I saw a great one. Uh, a sandwich should be twelve dollars. A sandwich was only ever supposed to be, or no, a sandwich should not be twelve dollars. <laughs> a sandwich uh, was only ever supposed to be six or seven dollars, <laughs> yeah. which I, I enjoyed, and it's very true. Um, and but I can any, hear but, yeah. him saying it. That's the most important part. Like him with those shoes, he's like, no, no. I'm not yeah. paying for these. What is that? Oh, man. It's like, oh, uh, I, I, forget, I forgot the exact one. There's the Showtime show where they're like, what do you think this uh, sneaker costs, Bernie? He's like, $400. 9000 <laughs> He, just, oh, yeah, he was... just laughs. He's like, what the fuck? What is happening? <laughs> yeah. In his yeah. new balance, it's like a dad. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, all, all right. right. So. So, yeah. We, uh, yeah. So if you want to support the show, rate, review, subscribe, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Uh, soundcloud.com slash move left facebook.com slash move left idiots patreon.com slash move left uh, if you want to support the show tinyurl.com slash move left merch if you want to pick up any merch from the show uh, I am on twitter at move underscore left Jackie what's your twitter handle I am at edtreezy on twitter.com is that two e's or an e and an a z y T-R-E-E-Z-Y. No, no just easy. The letters easy. easy yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You'll find um, me and, if it if it matters. You'll find me. And you and, and the podcast is SoundCloud. It's on SoundCloud, right? Yes. And we're on Google Play and we are on iTunes. We are just super flexible. So let us know like what's going on. And, we'll and what's name what is it? Soundcloud.com. We are JK I'm fine. And we are online perspectives from the millennial left. Awesome. Yep. And I am also uh, on Twitter.com uh, at Bichifile, B-I-C-I-P-H-I-L-E. Yep, like pedophile for bicycles. <laughs> uh, and we will Not going to lie. Not going to lie. I had this thought. I was like, okay, should I tell him? <laughs> I said this last week and I immediately could tell this is going to be the annoyance for the next This is your thing now, yeah. Um, but it's an easy way to remember it. So you, so you can get mad at me, but it is an easy way for people to remember how to spell your handle. Can't be mad. They're talking yep. about it. That's no. all that matters. That's, that's all that matters. Yep. yep. For sure. Yep. And we will see you next week.